Hello, and welcome to Zig When They Zag, a podcast for business leaders obsessed with growth. Have you ever wondered why you were spending money on marketing? Have you looked at your financial reports and thought, how do I measure whether any of this is working? Marketing goals are the foundation of a good plan and understanding what success looks like. In this episode, co-host Kevin Ring and I discuss common marketing goals, how they relate to your company's strategic initiatives, and what makes a bad marketing goal. Enjoy! Neil and I were just talking about how easy our parents had it raising us. I mean, there weren't a lot of huge crises, and they really did let us do whatever we wanted. Go play, come home, buy. Yeah. Right? And uh, we've got a lot more stuff to worry about than we <laughs> than they did. Was this was this sort of like a like an existential conversation, or was this very targeted about your specific circumstance that you all shared together in parenting? I think just a wider picture about thinking about generations. Because I heard a conversation not too long ago on a podcast, too, about how our generation, you, me, Neil, our age, just the amount of stuff that we've witnessed and have gone through in our lifetime. Like most people have one or two of those, you know, they mm. don't have global pandemic and 9-11 <laughs> and war and, you know, like all of these things happening in one lifetime like we have. Yeah, man, it really does make you appreciate the time that we have. And for me, when I really start getting existential, I, I think, man, I have all these goals for my life, but I, I don't know how to market them. Do you ever feel that way? You want to market your goals? <laughs> no, I just don't. Yeah, I want to market my goals. That's how bad I am. I don't even know how to talk about how marketing relates to my goals. Look, I'm trying to ease us into talking about something that people might want to listen to. Gotcha. Let's talk about marketing goals. Oh, that was an easy, easy intro for you to do. <laughs> I think... Uh, Hey, let's talk so, about marketing goals. Let's just talk. Let's just do it. <laughs> hey, um, welcome to hey. Zig When They Zag, the podcast where Jessica just says what they're going to talk about, and then they talk about it. And then they start doing it. It's amazing. Um, so we wanted to talk about marketing goals today because I think uh, it's been pretty obvious with you probably working so close with our clients the last year. how. Most of our clients haven't even considered ha defining what they're trying to get out of marketing. They may know, if we're lucky, what they're trying to achieve business-wise, but they don't yeah. realize that that translates to marketing goals. Yeah, and I think the timing of it, too, is really important because we are still at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. It's 2021 for all of the historians who are looking back on this. We survived the apocalypse of 2020 and we are still marketing if anyone can hear us <laughs> but really it's a, a a moment in i think the business culture where stability is is hopefully re-emerging and i don't believe that the optimism uh that has driven growth in this country is is waning at all and so really how do you take an intentional approach to this year, uh, where last year was, let's make sure we can survive and, and pivot and, and, and do what's necessary to deal with all that's going on. Now it's how do we, 
how do we translate what we hope to get out of this year into marketing goals? Because you're absolutely right that the, the, the biggest challenge, one of the biggest challenges for us is how do we know that what we're doing is successful? And mm -hmm. if you don't understand what your goals translate into, into marketing goals, um, we're not going to be able to, to really interpret the performance of, of what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's it's, true for small businesses that hire uh, companies to help them. And it's true for big businesses that maybe never go through the trouble of defining like this division of our company needs to be responsible for this. And this is how it contributes to our overall strategy. Um, bigger companies tend to be a little bit better at doing it, but doesn't mean that they stop to think specifically about each function of the company yeah. and how it's supposed to be delivering on something. So maybe for the sake of this conversation, since I think we can go 30,000 feet mm -hmm. down to three feet, why don't we start up high? Uh, yeah. You've worked with over 300 clients um, mm -hmm. and of all shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. How do we start that conversation uh, with our clients? What's what's the the entry point and even beginning to discuss it with them? Yeah, well, you know, usually we'll we'll start with you know, what are you trying to achieve with your business this year? Because most people know how to answer that question. Hopefully, you know. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, and obviously, if they're reaching out to us, then growth is part of their equation with that bigger picture. Yeah. Um, but for them, defining how that works in marketing is really difficult because you have to have a pretty good understanding of all the, the tactical pieces that go into marketing to kind of meet where business goals and marketing goals is kind of the, the middle of that, right? Mm -hmm. So without having a good understanding of all the, all the tools and the tactics behind it, it's hard for someone to think, well, this goal means this in, mar in terms of marketing goals. So it's usually where the conversation starts just with solid business goals. Do you find that to be true when you're talking to clients that contact us? Isn't that one of the yeah. first things you ask when you talk to them on the phone? I mean, it is. It's really just trying to listen and, and understand kind of what the challenges that they're facing, right? Because the the we do two things for clients to facilitate growth. One is we put together the the machine that's actually going to drive it, right? That's going to bring the audience to you to build that brand awareness, to mm -hmm. pre-qualify and fill in the, the, the sales pipeline, right? Like to build out the digital ecosystem. But the real challenge is that in, in growth is the business leader you are at the start of this year is not the same business leader you're going to be at the end of this year. And so mm -hmm. for us, it's how do we get you there as well as building out these systems so that six months from now, a year from now, it's not just, oh, great, marketing's going, but I still have no idea what it should be doing. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's leveling up that knowledge too and that confidence as a business leader to, to know how this fits in with the rest of the things that you do to, to really drive value in the company. So yeah. it's and definitely think, a key thing. I think one of the, the pieces of that too, that's important to point out mm -hmm. is we want the, the owner or the operator of the business to understand that marketing is just a piece of it, right? So those goals aren't achieved by marketing alone. So 
it's able to say like, this is what the marketing piece should do to contribute to this. Yeah. There's also sales piece. There's a, a planning piece, a business development piece, whatever you want to call it. There's so many other pieces to make it go. Um, and I want them to be able to recognize like, this is just a slice of it. And this is what it looks like from our end. Yeah. So as a, as a CEO, what are some of the, what are some of your favorite business goals that we get to help contribute to? Uh, for, let's see, for we our have clients. a client. Yeah. It's like, we're going to, we're going to grow uh, by 10 million in seven years. There's some, you know, the good businesses that have really big, audacious and specific growth goals. Those are mm. great to work with. Um, you know, we have some that come in and say, my leads are completely dependent on this single channel and we need to diversify where our sales come from. That's another common one. Another one might be uh, more than 50% of our business comes from one giant enterprise client. And that yeah. also scares us. And we need to diversify our client base. That's good. Um, some of them are, the growth goal might be really minimal, but it's they have so limited amount and little uh, resources that they don't want to waste their time on bad leads. So they're trying to scale up the kind of customer they're getting mm -hmm. so that they don't have to scale and go wider with their uh, sales team. Right. So yeah. um, those are kind of the more common ones. I think we hear on a pretty regular basis. Yeah. And the leads, leads generate revenue, right? So that's, that's a pretty obvious mm -hmm. tie to marketing to, to business goal. What about non-revenue goals? Like how else does marketing contribute in terms of what types of goals can we help with? Business goals can we help with? Yeah, that's a good one. So if one of their goals might be that leveling up the kind of client they get, um, and I feel like maybe one out of three people that we talk to at businesses are really focused on that, right? They just don't want to waste any more time here. They want their transactions to be bigger. They mm -hmm. know what kind of client they want and they're not getting it. And we always say, well, that's not just really good digital advertising. That's, that's brand. And there's something off about your brand that we need to switch or change. The website needs to reflect it. And then you're going to start getting the kind of leads that you want to get. So they have to go through the process of that with us. And we've talked about it a bunch in this um, series of content, but um, measuring the quality of lead can be tied back to how well the branding is working. And that's one that is, is measurable, that takes extra time and attention to kind of see it play out. Yeah. And just as a reminder for all the folks out there, uh, when we talk about brand, we talk about everything that sets the expectation of what an experience with your company is going to be like before they actually have that experience. And so mm -hmm. a lot of people think brand equals logo or brand equals trademark or brand even equals, you know, uh, spokesperson or the little catchphrase. Um, but it's, it's really so much more. And so I think that's a great point, Jessica, that, mm -hmm. you know, doing the pre-work in the brand phase is critical because that's going to attract and resonate with a certain type of audience, which means doing mm -hmm. the pre-work in the audience phase. Yeah. So, yeah, right. I like that. The other one that comes up a lot might be if there's a highly competitive market. And so maybe 
maybe it's home services and, you know, there's a million of a certain kind of service company to pick from. And really the way you win in those highly competitive markets is by building brand equity, which is really hard to measure. But there's some things with like website traffic, um, brand mentions, referrals, reviews, things like that, that kind of add up to increasing your market share and brand equity among your client base. Yeah. Um, because home service is like the perfect example because you just don't need a plumber all the time. But when you do, you don't want to start from scratch. You want to pick the one you've probably already heard of that your neighbors yeah. have been recommending or that you see the trucks everywhere or their ads are always playing and you kind of like the persona behind those commercials, you know? Yeah. And so that's another one that takes time to build. Um, that is a really good way to go about marketing and some competitive. Yeah. I just want to pause for a second and apologize to our listeners out there. Uh, Jessica has not seen our demographics report. And so obviously is not aware that the majority of these listeners and viewers are people who do need a plumber all the time, uh, like <laughs> myself. We value you. We really appreciate who you are and that you single-handedly are keeping the plumbing industry afloat. So uh, just <laughs> apologies. That says about Mr. Hot Dog, our avatar. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> but I think no, he's... Oh, go ahead. Well, so you're absolutely right. I'll let you recover while I think. Uh, um, the, the, the key, like, and again, the key is to, to put yourself in the mind of, of your customer. If mm -hmm. I need a plumber, it's usually an emergency. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm going to top of mind first and, or I'm going to do a general search mm -hmm. and I have no way of qualifying what a good experience is, but what I need mm -hmm. is a good experience. I need someone who's knowledgeable, uh, available and uh, responsible. And so I will value the things that, that contribute to that brand like awareness, like the jingle that's going to stick in your head. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a local company that advertises on the radio and I was listening this morning. They, uh, the spot was talking about the story of how they met. And I love it because they're building the brand of the owners. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like invested in their story even though I, I, I lied, I actually don't hire a plumber. And you kind of want them to be the ones that show up at the house when you, yeah. when you call. And then, I, and then I would be disappointed uh, when it's, you know, Neil, the, the plumber. But <laughs> the, 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 the point is, is that those things, right? Like the recommendation from a friend, the reviews on a website, mm -hmm. those things don't translate to immediate sales. Mm -hmm. But the bad things are the it's just the friction that gets mm -hmm. in the way of good sales and so you're right brand brand is an important uh, yeah. marketing goal too i think uh, to help the conversation a little bit too i've got some ideas of what make bad marketing goals that Ooh. way people can see it's <laughs> it's different than what we're discussing here right so examples of good goals just to kind of summarize what we've been talking about building brand equity increasing the, the value of a lead or the quality of a lead, um, increasing leads could be one, of course, yeah. um, diversifying leads, or it could be, um, you know, account growth the, is a good one too. Um, yeah. we love marketing to your existing customers because you've yeah. already paid to acquire them. So it's the, 
most profitable set of customers that you have. So a lot of people don't think about marketing after the sale, um, mm -hmm. but is definitely a, a key one too. Yeah. So um, those are good marketing goals and kind of based on what your pro what your problem or opportunities are with your company, kind of pick from a basket of those things. And those are good. And then you look at tactical things and figure out how can you do those things through tactics, right? Yeah. Um, what we get a lot of people who want to come in and they're mar they think their marketing goals are, I want to be number one on Google <laughs> or oh, I want, you know, 10,000 Instagram followers. They think those are marketing goals. Yeah, they're not. I tell you from personal experience, it's more trouble than it's worth being insta famous. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I had some, I had like 78 people like and post ones. It was pretty great. Anyway. This is a pretty exciting day, right? Yeah. My, uh, my business hero, Marcus Limonis, he once liked one of my tweets. Aww. And I was, like screenshot it. <laughs> it, was, it was a great day for me. I met Dr. Ruth once. It has nothing to do with this conversation, but it's honestly one of the best things that ever happened to me in my life. If y'all don't know who Dr. Ruth is, Google her. It's hilarious. We'll have to anyway. do another episode where we just talk about all the times we met. <laughs> where we name drop. <laughs> uh, so we get people who do call us and they'll say, I think this is a good example. Uh, one of our, one of our favorite customers um, is a IT company. They actually help with our IT. And he emailed and he said, you know, I know we've been doing some campaigns on social media. I haven't really gotten any leads from that. I think I want to move into SEO. Can we talk? And I said, cool. Yeah. Let's set up a time to talk. We've been doing brand building for you. Sounds like you want lead generation, which is different. And we can do a whole episode about that later. Um, but I want to figure out what your goals are and decide if SEO is actually the thing that you need, right? Yeah. So he ended up coming in. I was like, so why SEO? And he was like, well, I mean, I think if we ranked better, we'd probably get more customers. But based on your conversation, it sounds like we probably need to think about lead gen marketing and what goes into that. I was like, yeah, it's different. We can do SEO and yeah. that should be part of your overall plan. Um, but ranking high on Google, like why? Like what's, what are you really trying to get out of that? And there are other ways to get that faster, you know, with a more comprehensive holistic approach. Yeah. So that's no, what he and I talked about, the difference there. I love that. I love too just the, um, the question behind the question, right? Like mm -hmm. it, it is, there are so many, uh, companies out there who would just be like, yeah, you need to do SEO and while we're at it, let's upsell you on this. And for me, especially like there's so much waste in how people help people do marketing. It's like, no, let's, again, this is, I think a key point is why we're having this specific conversation is mm -hmm. what are we trying to do? Right. Because my success is, really tied to those things mm 
-hmm. And if you're going to trust us as a partner, if we're going to be able to be here a year from now and your business is still in existence, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's a little selfish on our part. We want our customers to be around. Um, Let's really figure out and prioritize what's important. Um, And, you know, the, the, the vanity metrics, like they, there is a place for it. We're happy to talk about it, um, but there's a reason why they're called vanity metrics. We would much mm-hmm. rather look at all right, what, are, what, are the, what are the goals? What are the leading indicators of performance? What do we need to do and strategize around that? Let's work it out mm-hmm. up front so that you have a year plus of targeted focused performance. Mm-hmm. rather than waiting two years and being like, I don't know that this is working. That's right. Yeah. And I think a good marketing plan is your business goals. And then we say, here's the three marketing goals that we think will help you achieve that growth in your business goal. And underneath those goals, we can identify all the different marketing metrics that we think we could measure Yeah. that. And then you work into how do we affect the metrics, right? So traffic growth to the website might fall under one of these things. And then you can think about how you're going to go about it. But so many people go about the thing. They don't know what they're measuring, what success is supposed to look like because they went about it the wrong way. And you're right, lots of lots of marketing companies call businesses and just sell them on these kind of one-off tactics. And while they're probably it need to be in the plan somewhere, People sign up for it not knowing what it's supposed to mean or look like when it's working. Yeah. So. And that's the thing. Like you can have, you know, 100, 200% growth in website visits. And if they're not spending any time on the site, if they're not visiting multiple pages, like if they're coming in and bouncing, you're looking at the wrong thing. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it really is um, key to know and define beforehand, is what I'm hearing. What are we trying to accomplish? And then within that, what are some of the specific ways marketing contributes to that? What are the marketing goals? And um, yeah, let's let's follow up on this one because I think there's more to talk about because we didn't even really talk about how that next layer of how you, what the difference is really between kind of those things and what that looks like. So yeah, that sounds future good. episode. Do, do, do. These things write themselves. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> oh, thanks, Kevin. This was fun. Yeah, it was. It really was. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> I have to go call a plumber now. If you'll excuse me. See you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Check us out on our website at hotdogmarketing.net slash zigzag. You'll find more information and you can watch the video series there. You can tweet me anytime at Jessica underscore markets. Rate us and find more episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks again.